This week, we're swing from the treetops. That doesn't read right, does it? We are swinging. We are swinging, Kent. And don't remember, <laughs> don't remember <laughs> you rate. <laughs> you, I'm, I'm reading what you wrote. I know, because I never have to read it and you've never had to read it don't out before. Don't remember. We always do the same ones. <laughs> don't remember you rate. <laughs> I told you, I never have to read that bit. That's amazing. That <laughs> is amazing. The one above, I read it all the time. That's fine. Don't remember you rate. <laughs> This week, we're swinging from the treetops, sampling the Monkey Shoulder original, blended malt, Scotch whiskey. Batch 27. <laughs> and I don't know if you've heard, but there's a new WWW around. That's right, it's the wider whiskey world, and we're going to have a look what's going on in it. And remember, you can enjoy some new whiskey-based content on all our social media platforms, at Whiskey and Things Podcast on Instagram, and at Whiskey and Things on Facebook and Twitter. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on all your whiskey podcast platforms. Or just your normal podcast platforms as well. That would do that would be great. And you can help the show out and receive benefits by becoming a Patreon over at patreon.com forward slash whiskey and things. Uh, and we have merch on our website. Do merch. We do new merch. You're listening to the Whiskey and Things Podcast with Dave Giles and Nick Kent. Welcome to episode 28. I'm Dave Giles. And I'm Nick Kent. Hello, everyone. Hey. Welcome back. How you doing? I'm How you right. doing? Wednesday. Our first Wednesday show. I know, right? Isn't it funny? New um, last schedule. week I New ended schedule. the show. <laughs> I ended the show with same whiskey time, same whiskey channel. And then we uh <laughs> we go and change that change. time by 24 hours. Um <laughs> Well done. After 27 weeks. Yeah, yeah. But it is now going to be a regular hashtag Whiskey Wednesday. Yeah, I oh, think yes. there's, a, there's a YouTube show called Whiskey Wednesday, so I don't think we can use that. Oh, right. Okay. But uh, yeah, but it's a great show, everyone. <laughs> go, go watch it. <laughs> but uh, we can't use that. Some of these are all trademarked to the weekday, Dave. But anyway, here we go. But exciting Outrageous. times. How you doing? I'm all right. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's good to be back. Good. I'm in, back in my, my own surroundings. I'm back in Manchester. You are. You are. I'm back in Manchester. You, you, my... Yes. Recovered? No. Still achy. <laughs> Still achy. Still can't play racquetball. Not that I did that anyway. Um, my jiu-jitsu has really fallen off as well, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I can imagine. You know? I can imagine, yeah. Can't do the grappling. Well, social distancing as well. But, you know, I was, I was close to my black belt. <laughs> <laughs> I was close to my black belt, mate. Yeah, now, now you're falling back to blue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Definitely a bit blue down there. Anyway. Um, <laughs> is there a purple belt? <laughs> I don't know. Is My there? belt's been purple recently, I tell you. <laughs> anyway. Amazing. Amazing. Anyway, you said exciting times. Why is it exciting? Other than... Uh, and we've got a Glen Caring glass coming out. Oh, yes, we do. We do. Look at that. Oh, I'm you're actually drinking you, that. No you saucy yeah, little thing. I am. Of course okay. I am. We have uh, the Whiskey and Things Glen Karen glass, and it is it is very, very nice. It's very nice, Nick. Looks Nicks. nice. Who designed that? I don't know. Rish. <laughs> friend of the pod, Rish. Uh, it, yeah, friend of the pod, Rish. <laughs> Mate, I love how it how the logo is properly embossed into the glass. Properly it's is, really yeah. nice. A proper etched in. Lovely, lovely. Uh, so the yeah, quality. Yeah, so you're that. saying it's a quality product, Dave? Oh, it's a high... Mate, it's, it's, it, this is a really high quality product. Well, it's a Glen Which Karen. I'm sure... If, um, d- d- hang on, um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you can get it's available on our website, or if you join Patreon at a certain level, who knows? Yes, who knows? More yes. on that later. 
Yes, we will uh, elaborate on that at some point, I'm sure. Yeah. Anyway, should we uh, should we get drinking? Let's do it, mate. Whiskey bots roll out. So, Nick, I have poured some whiskey into my nice new whiskey and things Glencairn glass. So, I think it's time. <laughs> it's time for me to say it's the first time I've said this in a while. This week's whiskey, beautifully done, David. Thank you. I feel like I've not said that for a while. You that, haven't. That was stored up. That was stored up. It's good. It felt tense um, or intense. Tensely <laughs> intense cities. Well, I have been camping. Yes. That's but a anyway, kind of intense. Yes. Um, yes, this week's whiskey is Monkey Shoulder, the original blended, not the original blended malt scotch whiskey, but the original, a blended malt scotch whiskey. Um, it's our first blend from Scotland that we've tasted on the show. Why did I just do that? I completely just wasted that corking opportunity. You did. Ah, uh, th- yeah. that's a good call. That was a good, wasn't good it? sound. Oh, mate, it's a good solid call. Nice. It's a nice wooden top. What I like by that, there was a squeak and and a pop. Yes, you that's what you want a- from a, a squeak and a pop. It's important. You have we, both. We've never actually discussed the elements of a good cork popping. Well, you don't just want a pop. A pop is cool, but if you don't have the squeak first, then it's not as satisfying to get the pop. The squeak is the lead up. Isn't exactly. It? Isn't exactly. It? It's the it's the intro to the main event. Oh, no pop. No pop. That's the thing. You just had or you had all the intro, no, with no chorus. All right, mate. Jesus. So uh, Simon Cowell over there. Simon Cowell exactly. whiskey corking. <laughs> anyway, monkey shoulder. Monkey yes. shoulder. Monkey. This is our this is our first Scotch blend, right? Yes, it is. Blended Scotch. Is it Scotch blend or blended Scotch? What would you say? Blended Scotch, I imagine. Blended Scotch. And um, so we did we did the habiki. Yep. This which is, is a Japanese a, blend. It is. Yeah. This is a blended malt. So this is a blend of single malt whiskies. Okay, so it's still... Right. From different distilleries. From, yes, from three, actually. This is a blend of three Speyside malt whiskies. Okay, so they're all from the same region. Yes. Yeah. Monkey Shoulder is made by the Kin, Kininvi... I can tell, but I can't even speak Scottish. Kininvi Distillery. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, How do you spell that? Huh? I've got no idea. K-I-N-I-N-V-I-E. You see what I mean? Kin, yeah, Kininvi. Kininvi. <laughs> it's probably not said that way at all either. Probably not. If no. Any, anyway, Darren's from Scotland. Our patron Darren is from Scotland. Please let us know how to pronounce Kininvi. <laughs> Just Kininvi. Kininvi. Wait, there's another one which I pronounce five ways in a minute as well. Um, the distillery itself opened in 1990 and they... Haven't released much. They've had a couple of single malts out, the Hazelwood and Hazelwood Reserve, but they're mainly known for this because this is a blend of what they make, Glenfiddich, ah, and here's one, Balvenie or Balvini or Balveni. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> However, I've you want to say it. that. I've said that. I never same. know. <laughs> said that right. Okay. So let me let me. So they release their own single malt, but they've now they've got a blend. Which is this? Well, this is kind of, because the, they're all William Grant and Sons whiskies, Right, okay. okay. Distilleries. So this is kind of their, but not, well, not even budget. It's, it's still, a, it's made of single malts, but it's a malted blend. So it's kind of like their little mixture they've put together. Can, can I go back on something you said ages ago? So when you say Glenfiddich and uh, Balvenie, Balvenie. You don't, you, you know how Balvenie or <laughs> Bal, Balv, 
Bavani. Uh, <laughs> um, you know how you can buy the 12 year old version of that or whatever, 14 year old. Yeah. The stuff that goes in the blend, that's a, that's from a different, is that from a different set of stills or did you not mention that when, when you were talking about stills before you have the single malt stills and then you have some other kind of still set up? No, this is basically, um, no, it'd be the same stuff. It may not have been aged as, as long though, for example. I mean, it has Glenn Fittich in there, but right. it may not be the 12 year old. For example, they may have pulled some out six, eight years to make this blend because they can. Okay. You know right. what I mean? Um, cause it's a 26 to 28 pound bottle. So if it's all going to be 12 year old stuff, I, I doubt it. Doubt. You know, yeah, it's yeah, all down yeah, to the yeah, blend. Yeah, yeah. Cause that's the cool thing about blends. You can kind of just put whatever you want in it to establish, to get the taste you, you want. You're not kind of bound to just the spirit and then how you're going to age it or finish it. You can take little bits and pieces from all over the place to make the kind of blend you want. And there's, you know, a lot of people frown on blends, but I think they're really exciting because there's a lot more freedom involved. Obviously you get your bad ones, but you know. Yeah, you I think that's nice what they're frowned too. upon, isn't it? Because because there are so many, there are so many bad ones. I mean, there are, there's, yeah. you know, bells. It's the cheap stuff. And, it's the stuff that's always, yeah, it's, exactly. the, it's the really cheap stuff behind the bar. It's the stuff that's always at a party. Oh, do you want a whiskey and Coke? And they whack some crap in there, you know. Um, yeah. We've all had exactly. that. We've all had that. But equally, some of the most expensive bottles are also blends. For example, Johnny yeah. Walker Blue. Oh, yeah, totally. Or, or the Japanese stuff. The yeah. Habiki we had a few weeks ago is very expensive. Yeah. And that's a blend. I mean, yeah, the master blenders on these places are incredibly skilled, you know, and you give them however many whiskies grants have, you know, you're going to make something nice. I mean, again, this is a budget, a budget blend, I would say, at like 28 quid, 30 quid. But I, I really love it. I've, I've been drinking it all week, Dave. Um, there's, there's, there's a serious skill in that as well, isn't there? I mean, if especially on something which is mass released again and again and again, yeah. to, to match that flavour time after time after time. I was thinking about that earlier. The maths involved must be horrible. Exactly. <laughs> I was just thinking exactly the same. I'm like, God, that's going... If you've got three different blends, they're all producing stuff which might actually taste slightly different every time. Yeah. You know, there's... There is that element of variety within the ingredients, which is going to cause different flavour profiles. Yeah. And yet they've got to create the same monkey shoulder again and again and again. Yeah. That's got to be tough. It's got to be tough. But they do it. Yeah, I mean, they've got batch 27 in this, but every single bottle of this I've seen is called batch 27. I'm so glad you said that because I was panicking that I had the wrong one. <laughs> okay. I was like, when, when do I tell him that mine says batch 27? Yeah, I know. No, that's, I mean, again, this isn't a small batch like we were talking about last week. Last week, yeah, this yeah. Is, <laughs> this, is, this is big batch. But a thing is a monkey shoulder, it's a blended malt, and I think it's really nice, but they're really pushing the cocktail stuff with this. Are they? The, the moment you go on the website... First thing they're talking about is 100% malt whiskey made for mixing. And they got a load of cocktail recipes and all kinds of stuff. They're really pushing the, the cocktail side of this whiskey. So you don't necessarily think we should be drinking it as we are? No, you can drink it however you like. I love it. Like, neat. In the Glencairn. But they're really pushing it. I think because, like, because it's a blend of their single malts, they needed something to market as cocktails. So they're using this kind of yeah. lower down, but more budget blend, as it were, to go for the cocktail crowd. That's how I see it. And yeah, I think it's great. I really want to try it and, you know, in something. They've got loads of uh, 
little recipes cocktail on our website. Yeah. We still do need to do that cocktail episode. We do. We it do. will come. It will happen. It will happen. Anyway, should we get? Should we get? Some, have you got more to say on Monkey Shoulder, or is, or is that it for now? And we're going to sample it. Um, not really. Just that I've always wondered about the um, the three little monkeys here. Oh um, yeah, obviously. On the bl- yeah, on the logo. But now I see it actually just represents the three distilleries, which are blended. Ah, yes. There we okay. go. And of course, we've got. We can't brush past the name either. What the what the term Monkey Shoulder is. Do you uh, have any any ideas about that? No, but my bottle says swing by monkeyshoulder.com and make yours a monkey, which... Uh, <laughs> isn't that 50 quid, a monkey? Or is that... I don't know. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. I was never... I never got down on I the cockney slang. I'm pretty sure a monkey's 50. Bung us a monkey? I don't know. Anyway, monkey shoulder. Have you heard of floor malting, Dave? No. Okay, floor malting is, to do, is the traditional way of malting barley. You, in the beginning of the process, you soak the barley in water so it starts germinating. And in the old days, and some distilleries still do, they do the traditional malting, floor malting. Okay, and back in the day, they used to have these um, maltmen with shovels who would shovel it all day, turning it over so it was even. Yeah. Yeah? They developed a condition where one arm would hang lower than the other. No way. Because, you know, muscles tightening or whatever. And they called that monkey shoulder. That was the nickname for that condition. A bit like tennis elbow or David or something. Could, could, could you imagine, could you imagine a, te- David, could you, <laughs> could you imagine a tennis company releasing a product called tennis elbow? <laughs> Yeah. No. Okay. And, yet, and yet the whiskey companies are just embracing it. Yeah. But that's very good. Um, yeah. By the way, a monkey's 500. Oh. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, could have been conned. I could have been conned out of something there. Deep sea divers are fiver. Is it? Yeah. Ponies 25. Yeah. Oops. But yeah, monkey's 500. Wow. Okay. Anyway, shall we uh, get sniffing? Let's do it. On the Perhaps eyes, it's a beautiful amber. It's a beautiful amber. It is. It is. Smells like whiskey. Good start. Good start. I made a few notes throughout the week on this, actually. I'm getting apple. Have you now? Walnuts. Have you now? Yeah. I'm getting a bit of mustiness. Oh, yeah. There's definitely there's definitely some, some apple nut, nutty vibes going on. Yeah. Bit of orange zest. But I'm also getting like a vanilla right at the end, if you like take it away afterwards. But like the cake frosting vanilla? Yes. 100%. I was going to say icing. I was going to yeah. say cake icing. There you go. So... Yeah. There you go. And Beat me bit, to it. And marzipan. But that might be going in with the cake icing scenario. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just got another whole cakey vibe, fruit cakey vibe to me as well. Yeah, not as much with though. With all, all, that, all that blended, you know, the, the fruit cake with the marzipan and icing all together, that mouthful of all three flavours at once. Right, yeah. You know, some people, some people layer it, don't they? Some people have the icing and then they have the marzipan and then they have the cake. Not one big bite. It's madness. Madness. madness, exactly. Madness. madness, absolute madness. It's like eating eating a lasagna layer by layer. This, That's madness. Exactly. Yeah. Well, actually, I do. Well, unless you can rip the cheese off the top. That's a different thing. You know, you can rip the cheese off the top. This this is interesting. I don't think we've had a smell like this. There's something. There's a flavour in here that we've not yet had. I don't know what it is, but it doesn't smell like any others we've had. It's it still smells like whiskey, but it's it's it's, it's got its own thing going on on the on the nose. But, uh, hmm. I think I've had this before. Before I before I get my lips around this, I think I've had this before. Yeah, probably. I must have done. 
It's been in so many bars. I'm pretty sure I would have had it. I can't remember it. I've got no memory of it. Did Um, we try it on the YouTube show? I don't recall. I don't recall trying it on that. I don't think we did, did we? No. Um, I think mine's going to taste better than yours. Why? Oh, because it's out of the glass. Because it's got a whiskey and things going carrying. Simple, simple. So you're really. saying it has the taste of success. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nice. That's exactly, exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to start this. It's very malty for me on the, uh, on the palate. It's very rich. Caramel. Spicy for me too. And it's also quite dry as in it's not sweet. It's like you get a dry, dry white wine or something. It's no sweetness there. It's very drying. 100%. The, mm. the dry, dry spiciness is definitely what I'm getting yeah. from it. Um, I left it on the tongue a while. It took a while to get tingling, but now it's definitely tingling. Quite a, quite a long finish. Um, quite a pleasant one. Kind of oily. Mm. It's got quite an oily, not too oily, but a little bit, which would make sense if you want to have it with a cocktail. It's going to bring out a load of more flavour in, in even just adding water. Yeah. Apparently um, it is amazing in a cocktail. That's the vibe I'm getting from the uh, research. Um, I'm getting smoky, this, but char smoke, not a peaty thing, more of a char. Did, how much did you say this is for a bowl? About 26 to 28 quid. This is really good value for money. I know. This is really good value for I money. We don't necessarily my, talk about money. Alongside my Buffalo Trace, this might be my Your scotch. scotch. Weekly. Weekly. You know what I mean? That's surprisingly good value, like 26 quid for a scotch that's this good. And also, I mean, it doesn't it taste like a single malt? It tastes yeah. as good as any single malt that we've done. Not, well, not as good, but... It is. It's, it's single malt whiskies put together. You know, yeah, 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 we, don't exactly. know we don't know how old they are, um, but there might be one older one and a couple of like younger ones in there to kind of beef it up a bit or the other way around. Yeah, don't, don't get me wrong, this... This isn't a special occasion whiskey by any stretch, but it's no. it's solid. It's good. It's uh, y- you're not going to be disappointed if you if you just want to if you just fancy a, a casual whiskey. This is going to do your job. Hmm. If if you're in a bar and they've got Jameson's or, or not even that, if they've got Bell's famous Grouch and this, you're going to go for this by a long stretch, and it's not going to break your bank at the same time. Definitely, definitely. And this as well because they're pushing the cocktail thing. I wouldn't know, I wouldn't put a single malt in a cocktail. But because of the price no. point of this, I would definitely you know put what? this in a cocktail. I would try it out. That's a really interesting point. Do you, do you remember when we, we had Jay Bradley on and he was talking about uh, making a, a cocktail, uh, an, an old-fashioned with a, with a single malt? Mm. Uh, I still haven't it. tried it with a smoky single. Yeah, I would like to. I would try it with this. Definitely yeah. would try it with this. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah. The burn on the end is satisfying as well, the tingle. Yeah, it's not overbearing. It's not overbearing no. at all. Which would def- which would indicate that perhaps the whiskies in it aren't too young either, but it's smooth. It's 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 got a smooth burn. Smooth burn. Smooth burn, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to see if I could make a Robert Burns joke out of that, but I don't think I can. I'm not not clever enough to do that. I wouldn't have got it if you tried. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. So yeah, some kind of Scottish joke to do with Robbie Burns and yeah, smooth burns. Straight. No. 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 Got nothing for you there, Nick. No, you haven't. Uh, yeah, I'm impressed. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm liking this. Yeah, I mean, clearly you've had half that bottle this week. That's all in research, mate. It's research, look. No, but, but, there's loads <laughs> left. There's loads left. But yeah, I mean, I only have a little little sample bottle, um, yeah. which I don't know where it came from, but it ended up on my shelf. <laughs> you know yeah. those little gift sets, but yeah. it's really good. Uh, yeah. But it was it's it's a full it's a full double shot, so I'm happy with that. Forty um, percent, which is which is pretty standard. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 
I don't think I've got anything else to say. It's just good. It's it's pleasant. It's yeah. a good um listeners, whiskey bots, we like it. I think the value for money is definitely the the, the strong point in this. Definitely. It, for what you're paying, this is rep- this is outstanding. If you if you'd put this on a blind taste test next to bottles of whiskey which have a lot more expensive, sixty to eighty pounds, mm. I don't think with my palate, I don't think I would have been able to say this one was any less expensive. Yeah, um, it's very pleasant. So good well work, good, good 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 work, work Grant and monkey sons. shoulder. Yes, well, yes, yeah, monkey shoulder. Good work, monkey shoulder, and your sons. <laughs> Sting. Whiskey. Should we try something new, Dave? I think we should try something new. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should try something. I'm excited about this. What you got What you got for me, Nick? Well, we're going to try doing a little kind of, um, we're going to do some more kind of whiskey news stuff every week. You know, whiskey what's going on? News. What's going on? What things we think you'll enjoy? You know, not, hopefully not boring stuff, but relevant stuff that our listeners, you know, will hopefully go the, and think, oh, that's interesting. From the wider world of whiskey. Of whiskey, Yes. Of course. Well, otherwise known as www. <laughs> Indeed. So, we're going to take a stroll down Neat Street. Very good. Play on Fleet Street, everyone. It might catch yeah, on, yeah, I'm nice. sure. Very nice. In a segment we're calling Booze Round. <laughs> and again, that's a play on the uh, CBBC <laughs> Children's News show called News Round. News Round for our American listeners <laughs> who may not have a clue what we're on about. <laughs> News round with John Craven. <laughs> I don't know about you. I'm John Craven. Some whiskey. <laughs> that was off oh, the he's cuff. On fire. I didn't even he's write on that one fire. down. The boy didn't on even fire. write that one down. <laughs> wow. I love how we right, jokes so, about this. Uh, We're going to go into something quite serious, or well, not serious, but you know. Um, what's, what's happening in the wider world of whiskey? The big story in whiskey this week, um, or since we recorded our last episode, is the uproar over the new whiskey bible. 2021 release from the whiskey writer Jim Murray. Um, a little background on Jim Murray. Apparently, he was the world's first full time whiskey writer, um, which happened about 25, 26 years ago. And he's been publishing um, the Whiskey Bible for the last 18 years. Um, I think he self publishes it, which kind of might explain some of the things that slipped through. Yeah, so whiskey Bibles, though, they're quite... I mean, I've got one here. It's called the Bourbon Bible. Yeah. And it's not by him. No. It's by a guy called Eric. Um, so that's good to know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Weirdly, Eric's Z- Zandona, which looks a little bit like banana. So, you know, it, I did have to think about that for a moment. For those of you who get that reference, well done. Anyway. Good, good, good. Um, yeah. But lots of people may have something on their shelf, which was a Christmas present or something like that, called Whiskey Bible or something like that. Yeah. It may not be It may not be this particular Whiskey Bible. Is no, that right? Probably, yeah. There's probably a few by. I don't know. Um, but right, okay. the Jim Murray one. Um, now, for the people who've been following this story, um, the impressions I've got of Jim Murray from researching this are his choice of words have been something that a lot of people haven't been happy with for the last few years, but they've kind of just been putting up with it. Right. Um, because he's considered a respected whiskey journalist. Um, well, I think that's kind of all ended now. Because on the 20th of September, um, the respected whiskey writer Becky Paskin... We like her. We like her. ...called Murray out on social media about some of the languages used um, in the 2021 edition of the Whiskey Bible. Oh, yeah. Describing it as sexist and vulgar. bit background on Becky. She was the editor at scotchwhiskey.com, which is sadly discontinued now. And together with Georgie Bell, who's a global ambassador at Bacardi, 
co-founded the global campaign called Our Whiskey, which aims to promote diversity and inclusiveness in the whiskey industry. Okay, so this this has been this has been doing around. So if you follow any whiskey companies or, or on Instagram, it's like or Twitter, it's likely that you've seen them make a statement about this. This has been big news, isn't it, within the whiskey world? It has, yeah. Um, uh, they've all they've all come kind of come out and said we're not happy about this. I mean, the, the whiskey exchange, for example, have just stopped stocking the book altogether. It's been pretty unanim- unanimously frowned upon what what he's what he's been doing. I mean, there, there, there is nuance to this uh, in in the sense that when you're drinking a, a drink, uh, food food and drink have always had sensual language used when describing them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's a difference between using that kind of language and some of the stuff that he comes out with, which just, yes. in my opinion, from what I've read, just takes it to the next level. And it isn't, it's just not necessary. I mean, we, we've towed the line a couple of times, definitely in, definitely would have done six years ago when we did the YouTube show. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we're a bit more considered with what we're doing now, but we still use plenty of innuendo and, 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 and stuff like that. But, but he's, it's next level, isn't it? Yes. Yes. He's kind of, I've got some examples here. Um, in the Bible, Becky actually highlighted 34 references to whiskey being sexy and many of them crudely comparing drinking whiskey to having sex with women. I think that's the, right, that's okay. the big so thing the, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. For example, Penderin um, is made, which we did a few weeks ago. Um, this is actually talking about the Penderin Celt. The Penderin is made by an all-female team of distillers and blenders. Yeah, he I dis- felt like we should have mentioned that, but we didn't, did we? I'll tell did you. Did we? No, but here's the thing, right? I'll tell you what he said first. If this was a woman, I'd want to make love to it every night and in the morning and afternoon if I could find the time and energy. Another example, um, this is what he said about the Glen Morangi artisan casks. If this whiskey could be sexed, this would be a woman. Every time I encounter Morangi artisan, it pops up with a new look, a different perfume and mood. It appears not to be able to make up its mind, but does it know how to pout, seduce, and win your heart? Oh, yes. Mm. But the, what you're talking about, the Penderin Kelp there, I actually had it in my notes whenever we did it. We just forgot to mention it. No, it wasn't. I had it down, and I kind of looked at it. As we were doing it, I kind of thought, should I mention that or shouldn't I? I kind of, when, yeah, I, when I got to it, I thought, okay, that's kind of cool, but does it matter that it's all women? Of course, it's, it is great, but me mentioning it, is that kind of me going along with the problem a little bit? Like I'm patronising. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, oh, well it's done. A fine line. It's all women. Isn't that great for women? Yeah, yeah. That's why it's I didn't. So I thought, it's, just, it's whiskey. We're talking about the whiskey. It doesn't matter to me who made it or whatever. So that's the stance I kind of took on it. I thought, I looked at it and then we moved on, you know. So that's kind of how I took it. I think at the end of the day, and we've, we've been speaking about this for a while, if you think back to the, the Charlotte Campbell uh, interview I did, where me and her talked about the idea that, that that whiskey is predominantly considered to be drunk by men. You don't you don't necessarily see that many women drinking whiskey. And I said, is it perhaps does it need to have a cocktail resurgence to help that and this that and the other and mm. uh, and that we we had a conversation about it. Is it marketed broadly to women or men? And and there has been a big shift. And we spoke about this with Jay Bradley as well. Yeah, there has been a shift in the way that whiskey has been marketed and where they are trying to say, look, anyone enjoys whiskey. It's not, it's not for one particular person or the other. So, so, so that I think 
within that, I think I think in the in the old days, whiskey was considered the old boys' club drink. Whereas now the, the companies are trying to get away from that themselves. So therefore, when a book does this, it's right that that they would want to distance themselves from it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and you can see why they have have all rushed to say no, 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 no. This isn't right because yeah. because it it is a joke. And and I and I see I see what your your point is, but. I also think if you'd probably looked at the numbers, they're probably, I don't have them to hand, but I'm sure we looked at this and I don't have the exact numbers. There probably are a lot more men working in whiskey than there are women. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we looked it up once and, and especially master distillers, we we looked that stuff up and, and, and it was shocking that the disparity there. So I think that's where probably needs mentioning simply because I think it's useful to, for people to realize for a a woman to realize especially someone younger, perhaps looking at, you know, for a career going, you know what, that could be for me as well. Mm. Uh, and it's the same, the same way in music. We're having these conversations in music about festivals and, 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 and how many, how many female acts are on festival bills and it should be 50, 50 at the moment. And there should be, there should be legislation in place, not legislation, but a rule in place to say, we're going to try and make it 50, 50 on festivals because we need younger women to see that this is a career path for them. And even though there may not be as many bands with women in as there are as boys at the moment, a lot of that is because there's not been the representation, and it's important therefore to to highlight when that's happening. Uh, and uh, but you're right; it's hard to then do that in a non-patronising way. Same way, it's hard then to to put a festival line up where where people go, don't say, well, they've only got it because they're, they've only got that slot because they're a woman. Mm even though that's not the case at all because everyone there would, would just, you know, there's, there's too many acts anyway. Yeah. So someone's got to miss out Yeah, yeah. and yeah. they're all good enough. And, and, and that, that I think is, is where the, there's the nuance in this debate is hard to have. Yeah. Uh, especially online. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think this is Murray's been called out here and, and rightly so. Uh, and he's def- I think we, I feel like we should, he has responded. He's Yeah. This is a thing for me. I know cancel culture is a big thing at the moment, and rightly so. But I, do, I also believe that people should be allowed to redeem Have themselves, the right. and hopefully, in time, you know, turn it around and prove that they've learned from it. Um, unfortunately, he, he's un, he's unapologetic about it. Isn't I know he? he hasn't done that. He's doubled down. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, um, so, so his exact his exact quote is: uh, "Whiskey deals with sensuality," as I kind of said earlier. Yeah. So therefore, for some whiskies, I may refer to sex because that is what the whiskey may remind me of. What a statement. Mm. Uh, if it does, then I say so. Uh, if people can't ha- handle that, then fine. Don't buy the whiskey Bible. Um, uh, which, yes. To, 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 to me, that's just not, not the fine. No. Fine if, if you think like that. But he goes on to say, um, if I'm upsetting the woke, the intolerant, the humorless, the pompous, and the whiskey snobs, then I won't lose any sleep over it. Um, those were all taken um, with from an interview he gave to the Times. Uh, Mike Wade was the journalist on that. Yeah. Well, you know, how many times have we heard that argument in the last, you know, yeah, I, I've heard it on, on numerous things, the whole don't go woke, what do they say, go woke, go broke thing. And it's, it's nonsense, you know, mm. like... Where the world is changing, the world is having these conversations, and and unfortunately that does mean that people, you know, and, and we have to count ourselves in this as well. But people who have used language in the past, which we now say is uh, it rightly isn't acceptable, have to turn around and go. Do you know what I did say that in the past? And I don't want to don't want to use that language anymore. Um, and it's difficult. It's difficult to be told that things you've always done 
are yeah. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, that's that's hard to hear. No, it is hard. Um, but but you you've just got to take it on the chin and be and 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 think about it and be like, do you know what? It's a drink. It's a yeah. drink. It's a it's liquid. <laughs> that's it, the thing, yeah. isn't it? It's it's like, a drink which should be enjoyed by anyone. Exactly. It's there, there shouldn't be any boys club or any kind of club with this. Um, so it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that this conversation has to be had, but it does need to be had. And yeah, uh, it's a kind of as well like Becky Paskin. She hosted an Instagram TV session this week with a bunch of people, um, females in this in the industry and males as well. But a lot of the kind of comments were, it wasn't just sexist stuff like that. It was one, one person, Jennifer Wren, um, I think it was, described it as death from a thousand cuts, little digs, yeah. such like somebody asked for whiskey, like a, a woman asked for whiskey and the immediate response from a man is, well, can you handle that? Stuff like that. You know, that's also a part of the, or like, you like whiskey, you're like really surprised, you know. Yeah. That's exactly. another part of it, which has made me think about, hopefully I haven't been guilty of this kind of thing, but it's definitely made me think about it a lot more, which is, you know, hopefully a good thing. For sure. For sure. I mean, I I, I think, I, I don't know, did you did you do the, the Canadian club quote earlier? Because this is the one for me that really, I think it highlights what this guy's about more than any of the other ones you've perhaps said. It's where, where he said, uh, of Canadian club chronicles, uh, he said, have I had this much fun with a sexy 41-year-old Canadian before? Uh, well, yes, I have, but it was a few years back now and it wasn't a whiskey. Uh, was the fun we had better? Probably not. That's the kind of like, we, that's like, what? That's yeah. Yeah. What the, what the f- are you doing? It's just so unnecessary within a, within a book, which is what surprised supposed me? to be. When I heard these originally, I was like, how did the, who proofread this? And what yeah. the publishers, but it's self-published. Self-published. So there you go. There uh, you go. Yeah. And I don't want to rip on him too much because he's getting a shitload. But I read his website, the, whisk, uh, the Whiskey Bible website, and um, it's him kind of just, If I'm sure he, maybe he wrote it. It's just him bigging himself up. And, <laughs> um, this is here, like, Jim Murray is a legend and leading player in the world's <laughs> whiskey stage, etc. Hey, I'm going to... Jim Murray, my- the trailblazer. This is on the Whiskey Bible website. Again, I'm not going to go on, but anyway. that kind of stuff always makes me uncomfortable. Do you know what my Twitter bio says? No, I don't look at your Twitter. Dave Giles, <laughs> singer songwriter. You've seen better. You've seen worse. <laughs> <laughs> I always find that 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 tough to write your own bio. But yeah, it's uh, that's, yeah. Another, that's another story altogether. Yeah, that's another podcast. Yeah, but yeah, that's 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 the world. Uh, that's that's what we've got on booze round this week. Yeah, booze round. Our first first booze round, and, and we hit hard straight. The first one, mate. That's a hard hitting story right there. Right, we we're have. not talking about Bob Dylan having his own whiskey. We're talking about yeah, that was months real, ago. Real stuff. Yeah, exactly. We're not we're talking, talking about, about a guy like real selling stuff. a load There's, of eighteen year old McKellens to buy a house. That was at least yeah, no three no. weeks ago. Well, I mean, if we'd started, then it would have made more sense. It but would. no. No. no, we've waited for the hard hitting stories. You know, this is what you're going to get from us. We're not going to we're not going to shy away from the hard. That's what's going to happen on, on Neat Street. On Neat Street, at, exactly. Booze proper, round. proper journalism. It's what you're going to get. Anyway, that's 18 minutes of booze round. So let's move on. <laughs> I should have said this, Dave. But you know who Jim Murray reminds me of? No. Do you remember the Far Show? Yeah, yeah, remember God. Swiss Tony, the car dealer yeah. guy? He's like, Dave, selling a car is like making love to a beautiful woman. Um, yeah. And now it's th- I won't go on. And that's nearly 25 years old. Yeah. And, and it's a character. 
And it's a character taking a mick out of that kind of person. Yeah. That would do that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it's... It, uh, anyway. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Swiss Tony, uh, everyone. Joe, you know we've not heard from for a while, mate. Swiss Tony. No. Swiss Tony. Yeah, no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mate, we're Whiskey God. Oh, of course. I forgot about him. Yeah, me too. We didn't have one last week and then it's been a while. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a while. All right, it's beckoning him down then. Oi, WG. Hi. There he is. Didn't take him long, did it? It didn't. Hello, Whiskey God. How you doing? Yeah, I've had a bit of time off, Whiskey God. Uh, how you feeling there? I feel renewed, refreshed, rejuvenated. Isn't that three words that all mean the same thing? Anyway. <laughs> you uh, sound it, mate. You sound it. <laughs> been anywhere nice in your little break? Hmm, let me think. Ah, yes. I decided to descend as the likeness of Matthew McConaughey into the depths of Tasmania. I heard there was a proper whiskey scene there. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, all nice. right, all right. <laughs> little callback to episode one there. You little devil, you. <laughs> Did you mean Tasmanian devil? That would be Sarcophilus Harisi to the educated. Unlike you. Interesting. I actually listened to a whole podcast about Tasmanian devils recently, but that's a whole other story. If I can find it, I'll put it in the link of this podcast. Anyway, uh, <laughs> well, there you go. And, and now we know why we didn't miss you. Whiskey. Yeah, I was going to say, sure. I, yeah, I didn't miss you. I now remember why. Yeah. Charming. Yeah. But, um... Well done. Let's see how many long Latin words you can fit into this. Um, <laughs> give us your tasting notes, please, for Monkey Shoulder Original Blended Malt Whiskey. Batch 27. <laughs> <laughs> Monkey Shoulder, the original. Tasting notes. On the eyes. Golden straw. Deep honey appearance. On the nose, we seem to have been exploring whiskies recently, which have been rife with the bounty of the orchard. Light oranges, pears, spiced red apple, strong caramel and creamy coconut notes even, vanilla. On the palate, a thick, almost massaging mouthfeel, viscous and welcome. A maltiness ensues, then waves of creamy, light, salted caramel weave between a strong, sweet citrus candy note dancing at the sides of the tongue. Usually a note that is indicative of a Speyside malt. On the finish, a relatively short but satisfying length, leaving a bit of the fruitiness on your breath with hints of malt and light ethanol on the way out. A nice spiciness at the end all over the tongue. Dry, but inviting to another glass. Smooth at the top. A bite of the lip at the end of a kiss at the finish. Overall, Monkey Shoulder doesn't have a lot to say to you, but the words are sonorous and comforting and even mischievous. I often respect a bar or pub with a monkey shoulder on the shelves because for the price, I believe that this bottle should be standard stock 
for any personal or commercial bar. As I believe it to be a proper gateway whiskey into the world of the Speyside malt varieties. Monkey Shoulder, the original. Tata. Tata to you, sir. State Tata. To you. All, all good notes there, I think, from, from the whiskey guard. I think that says a lot of what we were saying. Viscous and uh, welcoming. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Mischievous. But he's right, though. It should be in yeah. stock for everyone's personal bar and commercial. It's a good little drinker, this. Good little drinker. Little space side malt. Thanks for coming, Whiskey God. Maybe see you again. Cheers, Whiskey God. I can't believe you're still listening to this podcast. God, you're a trooper. You up to anything this week? Yeah, I am. Um, something you might be interested in as well. Oh, yeah. Every year, usually, there's the London Whiskey Show, like a convention for whiskey brands, you know, spokespeople, people in the whiskey business to get together and, uh, you know, showcase their new products, etc. Or old ones, probably, when you think about it. And their new Glencairns. Maybe we should get a stand next year. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it's going virtual this year. Um, so from this Friday, basically running for just about a week, October 2nd till the 9th, um, it's running online. The whole thing's online and there's virtual stands from top brands and distilleries, etc. Um, there's going to be special talks, masterclasses. And um, depending on what you watch, you can also get involved by ordering special tasting sets from the Whiskey Exchange, who are sponsoring Ooh. the event, which is quite cool. Yeah, like that. Yes. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Obviously, usually you'd go to... You're doing this, are you? Yeah, I'm doing it. Um, tickets are 20 quid, so I don't think it's too bad for like eight days of videos and masterclasses and stuff like that. And what's cool as well... Yeah, that's actually really good, eh? Yeah, it is. Um, and what's cool as well, like when you buy a ticket, you also get like a voucher... You can get £10 off each tasting set you want to maybe get involved with as well on, nice. on online, which is pretty cool. Obviously, it's starting on the Friday. This is coming out on the Wednesday. It starts Friday the 2nd, yes. October. That's correct, yeah. And carries on to the 9th. So if you're going to order something after now, you're probably going to get it for next week's classes, as it were, because of the postage. So the schedule, it's a schedule on the website. I'm guessing there's a website. If there is, I'll put it up and we'll post about it. Uh, and and it will have the schedule of what's what's going on when, so that if people do want to get a tasting set, they can make sure they get one for the right day. Yes, correct. Excellent. Correct. Excellent. Um, I might get involved in that. I think that sounds fun. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Again, it would be great to be getting out and doing this kind of thing, but unfortunately, um, it's not possible at the moment. But there's a load of stuff going on. There's a load of great seminars and you know web stuff going on. So yeah, have a look at it, everyone. Um, the whiskey show. 20 quid, it's good value. A bit like this monkey shoulder, mate. Yeah, yeah. I'm quite excited about it, actually. I haven't decided which ones I'm going to watch yet. When you, when you do, post about it. Yeah, I will. I will. We'll, we'll put up, like... If you know you're going to be at stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let people know, because then, you know, we could all be in there together then. Yeah, I was hoping to decide today by the time we'd done this, but I but I hadn't. Um, so but, when we're recording the next episode, we'll be in the middle of it as well. Yeah, we'll be in the middle of it, mate. Be in the ah, middle of cool. it. Cool, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> you're listening to the Whiskey and Things podcast. So next week, Nick, obviously you're going to be doing the, uh, we're going to be at the London Whiskey Show virtually. Virtually. But we do, we'll have a podcast. We will, we will have a, totally man, virtually man, uh, but we will have a, a show to record as well. So what are we going to be doing? Let me, what, what are we doing next week? Well, I think, 
Yeah, shall we do it? I think um, a few weeks ago, I think it was episode 17. Well, it's probably a couple of months ago now, isn't it? Yeah. We had Richard McKeon on from uh, Mac Mirror, and he was yes, nice enough did. to send us a few bottles over to us um, to try out. And one of them was the Intelligence release, which was the first whiskey designed by artificial intelligence. And seeing as, you know, I don't have any intelligence... Um, I'm not speaking for you, Dave, but, you know, some artificial intelligence in my life might work out. Might so appre- I think next yeah, week... might be appreciated. Should we give that a go next week? Yeah? I think I think that's a great shout. I'm, I'm well up for that. The last Mira one we had was delightful and... Was. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited by this. I'm very much Swiss excited whiskey again. No. Swiss whiskey a bit or of Swedish? A <laughs> bit of Swedish whiskey again. I just want to call yeah. it Swiskey, all right? I just want to call it Swiskey. Swiskey is definitely Swiss whiskey, not Swedish whiskey. I know, but I yeah. didn't get it right. right I'm, I'm, I'm excited sorry. by sorry, that. Listeners. So, uh, if anyone, we are now going on Wednesdays. You may have guessed we've done it. We've done it this week, but it's going to be Wednesdays from now on. So, if you're listening to this over the weekend, you've got a couple of days to try and hunt down a bottle uh, of Intelligence from MacMira. Uh, if yeah. you want to join us on our tasting experience or share your notes before we record, we're going to record on Mondays and release on Wednesdays. So uh, you've got till Monday to let yes. us know what you think. But thanks for tuning in. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed this episode. We hope you enjoyed Booze Round. Uh, and if <laughs> if if there are any topics which you think uh, are in the news, please share, please do send us. You know, I get this all the time I, with, with with space stuff, Nick. I get people tag me in. News story, you know, when when a news story has been shared on Twitter or Facebook, or when something's happening, I always get tagged in it, and I love that. And I, if people see whiskey stories or anything whiskey related, please tag us in it. It might make its way into booze round. Yes, booze round, booze round. And don't forget, you can get your uh, whiskey and things, Glen Karen glass, over on our website, or if you're a Patreon uh, or want to join our Patreon, there are options to get them within that as well. So uh, if you are a patron already, I probably have already sent you an email about it. Uh, but anyway, I've enjoyed the show, Nick. Where's, Thanks for having yeah, me. Is mine in the post? I'm not even joking. Uh, I haven't got one. No, and I, I want to know. I'll be honest. I should have done it yesterday. I forgot. You should have done it yesterday. I went to the post office yesterday. I forgot. And I realised that I was walking around. I was like, ah, oh, should, should I sent one to Nick? Oh yeah. The co-host and the guy who does yeah. all the work. Yeah, I should have sent him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a Glen Cairn glass. Sh- I should have done. I bet you're Glen Livid, aren't you? I am absolutely Glen Livid. <laughs> God. Glenn Can't wait till that's on sale either. Livid. I've got a lovely little T-shirt coming. <laughs> little Glen Livid T-shirt. You heard it here first. Oh, yes. Yes. Good design, isn't it? I'm proud. Designed by it, me. It, me. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Because you do, as you said, you do all the work. <laughs> and I'm very proud of you for it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, we will be back next week on Wednesday. Then we will embarrass on them. Wednesday. Episode. Yes. Join us for episode 29. Same whiskey time <laughs> this time. <laughs> Same whiskey channel. Cheers. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming. coming. Whiskey and Things has been brought to you by And Things Productions. <laughs>